Hello and welcome to Hummingbird Wellness. I'm Victoria. I'm a traditional naturopath and a functional wellness practitioner. Please note that anything you hear in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or disease. I also encourage you to subscribe to Hummingbird Wellness so that you are notified each and every time a new podcast is is added. Well, today's topic is exciting and I want to get right into it. So without further ado, let's get going. Well, hello and welcome. This is Victoria with Hummingbird Wellness, and I've got a special little guest here, um, Samantha Himmelstein. Is that how? Okay, thank you. And um, she's sitting here with me, and we're going to just talk, and I'm going to hope that she'll just tell her story and her journey um, in her health journey, and um, I just know that you're going to just love Samantha as much as I do. Well, welcome, Samantha. I appreciate you taking the time out to be here with me today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, let's just start at the beginning. So let's tell me about your health journey, what had taken place, because I know that you had some health um, uh, things that had taken place way back in the day. It did. It started actually when I was very young. Um, I guess you could say I was raised on the SAD diet and the standard American diet, you know, the pyramid, meat, potatoes, fruit, all of it on one plate. And that sort of caused a lot of, I didn't know it at the time because I was so young, but a lot of digestive inflammation, which caused an array of issues. And I went to dietitian after dietitian and they just put me on what was the new fad elimination diets, basically. And ultimately, that compounded the issue, culminating in a thyroid malfunction. And it just, as an adult, got progressively worse until it turned into cancer. Wow. So So what happened after that? And how old were you at that time? uh, When I had thyroid issues? Uh Uh-huh. I was in my 20s. I had dealt with thyroid issues starting... It got worse during my pregnancy. I was pregnant in 2010. Um, I had my daughter 2011. The entire time I was having thyroid storms. Um, I couldn't gain weight. There was nothing that my doctors could really do because it because of my child. So after she was born. Um, I ended up having the worst thyroid storm I'd ever had. I lost over 80 months. And at that point, I started going to doctors and they, the information just wasn't out at that time. So they didn't really know what to do. So for seven years, I just kind of lived with that as my norm. Um, I would lose weight erratically. I I would gain weight just as erratic. And um, it got to the point where walking up a flight of stairs, I would have to stop and take a 10 minute break because I couldn't breathe. Um, I standing over 
a steaming pot. I couldn't do that. I couldn't play with my child. Um, I would have debilitating migraines, anxiety to the point of just not being able to function as an adult. But the worst part for me was the psychological impact. You feel like you're a young mom and you you have the desire to do these things, but physically your body is doing everything it can do to work against you. And it was it was the most difficult seven years of my life. Um, and it wasn't until until um, my seventh year of dealing with that, just this cascade of effects just getting worse and worse, the weight loss, the mental fatigue, the, I can't even, I don't know, it was just terrible. But my mother came and she looked at me and she said, you're dying. Wow. And wow. She, she took me to Dr. Brooks here in town and he did a thyroid panel and told me that I needed to see a specialist. So then we went, but if it, uh, at that point, Dr. Kapner, he told me the same thing. He said, you need to, you need to take your thyroid out at the time. There still wasn't that there wasn't the information that I now have, um, that could have allowed me to keep my thyroid. So I did what, what everybody was doing. I had him take it out. Um, and I, I don't regret that entirely because I think that I had passed that threshold of being able to repair what was broken. Uh, so we took my thyroid out and then I have, now I have to be on medication for the rest of my life. But I kind of, I look back and I think, had I known then what I know now, being able to have repaired the damage with something as simple as diet, I I would do that in an instant because losing that part of me, it hasn't exactly made things easier. It stopped me from probably dying, but mm. I wish that I, I wish that I hadn't let it get to that point. But, you know, we can only do what we what we know and understand. And that's what I try to tell a lot of my clients is because a lot of clients will come and they're beating themselves up. And so you can't beat yourself up for not having that information, because be honest with you, it, the Internet and what we've got available today wasn't exactly what it is today we can get on the internet and get just about any kind of information we want as a matter of fact i'm you if you've heard this before dr google and i are not very good friends because google everybody googles symptoms but again not knowing the foundations which I know we've been friends for about five years or so, and we've learned, I've learned a lot about you and the things that you um, are passionate about and, and the things that you know, and you know, as well as I do, that the gut is the probably where the root starts. And, 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 and honestly, you can even go back further than that, because you've heard me say it over and over that other than the brain, the liver is the most important organ in the body system. And I say that because the liver 
makes five to six billion enzymes every single day when it's working properly. It also helps the, the, the digestive system. It makes bile. And if we have a gallbladder, it sends the bile over as soon as we put food in our mouth. So, we, we, but we didn't have that information um, back in the day. So, but moving forward, you know, you could have probably, it's a possibility that changed everything with the gut way back there when it first began, but you were in your 20s. What 20 year old today really knows what to do? And even if they do and they're told what to do, how committed are they, to be honest with you? I mean, really. So moving forward, the best thing for you to do is to have a thyroidectomy. Has it changed your life? Absolutely. But knowing you and the relationship you have with your beautiful princess, um, you wouldn't have had that energy had you, 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 you know, if it continued on, you may not even be here. Someone else might be raising that beautiful girl. So that's a blessing. In it disguise. is. And moving forward, having all of the information and the experience that I have gained from, from this, it's provided me a unique outlook on things. So I understand how important diet and supplements, if needed for me, or even with my child, I understand how important it is to have a healthy digestion and, and the impact that food and the environment and our emotions even play on our physical body. So I can hopefully raise her and educate her to be better so that she never has to go through anything like what I went through. So she can also continue that, that legacy in a sense with her children. Absolutely. So I'm going to kind of step out here just real quick and just say, you just recently did a little study um, on epigenetics. This comes into play right here, the spot. Tell me a little bit about how you feel um, epigenetics and, and kind of explain to our listeners what very briefly what epigenetics might be. Well, uh, epigenetics, I actually came into uh, some information about that years ago while going through my health journey after my thyroid. I wanted to kind of understand why not just physically, um, I, I kind of had this awakening. I was at church and I just had this thought. I believe that God led me to epigenetics because there's no way that I could have just woke up or my thyroid woke up one day and said, Oh, we're going to, we're going to get cancer. Uh, and then I, I couldn't have made it through that journey physically without some emotional support. So I woke up one day, went to church, had this epiphany about a bridge to bridge the emotional and the physical. And I found the word it's epigenetics and epigenetics to me my interpretation of it is it's a bridge. It explains with science how physically our emotions and the world around us are impacted. Um, so you take somebody that has gone through some emotional trauma and epigenetics explains with science how that trauma affects your cells. And we can also use it to heal, right? I, I don't know. I, I think it's incredibly profound. I've sort of used it on myself to heal trauma from my childhood. 
But I think more than anything is that you've learned the, so epigenetics doesn't change DNA, but through your, your, how you think and different things, our bot, our mind is super powerful. It is so powerful that it controls everything in our body. And so when we are thinking a thought, let's say that we are like, I'm a failure. You're doing all this self-talk that's just negative, negative, negative. You're never going to amount to anything is what you're thinking to yourself. And most likely that's going to come true. But if you have, if you look at these billionaires, and I'm not thinking money, I'm talking just in their thought process, does a billionaire wake up in the morning? Does Donald Trump or Elon Musk or any of these other people wake up in the morning and go, I think I'm going to, you know, lose a million dollars today? No, they get up in the morning and they think, I'm going to do this. This is all that's going to do. And they have a plan of action, but their mind is always focused on that. Now, I don't, I want to take it away from money because I want to put it back on god because i believe that the lord himself is the controller of all things but i also believe that he gave us a mind to think positive things if we go through scripture it says whatsoever is true what so you know all these things think on these things and so when we're thinking on the good and that our body is healthy we also not only change the the dynamics of how our system inside of us because we age from the inside out we don't only change ourselves but when we're passing that on to our offspring and thinking about what you've done to make those changes for your little princess and 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 move forward with that she has a different mindset and i've been with that little girl and that girl has a mind that is unbelievable and she has an understanding of health and how the body works and how god is in control and i just think you've done an amazing job with her but she is extremely bright when it comes to all of this because you have taken the time to learn it so you could pass it down that's impressive to me well i don't know i i'm still learning a lot i I never, that's one thing God has gifted me with is the desire to learn, but not in a classroom necessarily to learn things that can affect the world in a better way. You know, things Absolutely. that people do not know. And my daughter, I don't know what God's plan is for her, but I do know that she's already seeing the effects of what it means to view the world like that. And it doesn't always make her popular, but the people that do like her, she's helping them to change too. And I think that that's absolutely incredible. And that's exactly what the world needs. More people that can see the brokenness and acknowledge it and offer help to change it. Absolutely. I believe that with my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell me, I know that through the years, you've done a lot of studying and, and we've talked about some different things. What is your goal for the end? What's the end result? What's the end goal for you? Um, I know that you're working in the medical field at the moment, doing what you need to do. I get that. And there's, it's, I love the idea that, you know, you get to see firsthand what's actually going on with the diet because you're working with diet petitions and things um you're working with that and you're seeing all the things that are good as well as the bad um and being able to see that gives you a real um um look into why things 
why you think the way that you do and different things and it's kind of rounding you out but i know for a fact that you want to go deeper into alternative medicine where do you feel that because we're, you're not in the job that you're not supposed to be in there's a reason for it so tell me about that and how your feelings are and where the end result will be well for me when all is said and done i really feel a pull toward uh, emotional health but I understand that it's not just one or the other, you know, it's not, I can't just become a psychologist and expect that to fix the world because I understand like through epigenetics, the world affects us internally and we need to heal that as well. Um, so through the job that I have now, I get to see people in all forms at all points, different issues, but the downside is they are only focused on the physical. I get little blessings where I can take my faith and impart that on someone who may not feel well. For an example, a couple of weeks ago, I was visiting with a patient and she made it a point. I spent maybe 20 minutes with her. She made it a point to say that before I came into that room, she was in a lot of pain. After when I was getting ready to leave, we had spoke about my faith and her faith and just being kind of a positive influence for her and sort of my walk through health and where I am now. When I was getting ready to leave, she made it a point to tell me that she didn't feel pain anymore. She she had, it was more like a dull ache. And I, I very blessed in that moment. Um, but it was also, uh, I don't, it was pivotal to me to sort of remind me that spiritual health is just as important as emotional. And that's just as important as physical. It, you cannot take one away without affecting all of it. And I would like to be able to do something that's going to bridge all of them together and help people as a whole instead of just an individual part and that's what holistic medicine is is it works with the entirety of the body whether it be physical emotional and spiritual if we are uh, emotionally out of balance or out of harmony then the physical is because of our thoughts if our emotions are off our, our body feels that emotion and becomes some sort of dull ache or a pain or some kind of something that takes place physically. And when our emotional and our physical are off, there is no way we can give any type of um, praise or anything to our savior. It's really difficult when you're in the moment of pain or you're in the moment of, of, of darkness. And so it just throws the whole aspect, the whole unity of the, 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 the triad of the mind, body, and spirit out of balance. Now you did say something about psychology and I know exactly what you're We've talked enough to know what you, where you're going with this and, and things, and you want to be able to help people. But you made a comment earlier, too, that when you were going through the storm, and even in a younger age, you realized that it was all gut. Because I want to bring that up, because when the gut itself does not work, 
uh, the the lining and the and all of the the workings on the inside of our of our digestive system has to be able to absorb nutrients. First off, if we're not feeling well, we don't eat well. If we're not emotionally well we don't eat at all if at all you know and we definitely don't eat well and if we're spiritually off where we know we're not eating the right things because we're out of balance all the way around so we're not making right decisions so when that digestive system gets so corrupted and filled with so many toxins the absorption doesn't happen and when we have a mineral deficiency then everything in the body goes haywire you mentioned earlier about supplementation and and like myself, I use supplementation that is 100% plant-based. Again, going back into the biblical understanding of all of these things, God gave us everything we needed here on earth. And he also made our body equipped to heal itself, but we have to give it the nutrients that in order to do that. So by giving it the nutrients and making sure that our digestive is off, then and only then. So as a psychologist, you would be amazing because I know you, you'd be working with the whole body instead of focusing just in that one area. So if let's say that you'd had the opportunity today, and this is just a scenario, Okay, Um, that you had the opportunity today to work in more of the psychological field. What would a typical um, session look like if I were your client? Just out of out of the blue. Oh, probably. Well, first, I'd want to know emotionally. I would want to know where they're at at that point. Say that they were they didn't sleep well. I'd say, okay, well, what did you eat for dinner? What did you have for breakfast at that point? Then I would move to the physical side. What are your ailments? Because I feel like those three steps in that order would give me an idea of where to go at that point. Because if they're emotionally upset, it goes back to, okay, well, did you eat at all? If they didn't eat at all, then I'd say, okay, Well, does it hurt your stomach when you eat? You know, do you get migraines with what you're eating? And it would, I would be able to kind of figure out if, let's say, they had celiacs and didn't know it. They're eating toast for breakfast. It upsets their stomach, obviously. And then they feel anxious for the whole rest of the day. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's that train of thought. It's one puzzle piece down the line and you can kind of, unravel their situation so it's not just oh I have anxiety I want to know what's causing it I know that the gut is often it's always it's always an issue in the gut and then if there's a gut issue you can go back to the liver and that's going to cause all of these issues Right. And that doesn't mean that there's a a liver problem doesn't mean you're going to die of a liver disease. And I do want to say because I did forget to say that anything that you do here in this podcast is for informational purposes only and anything that Samantha and I have talked about today is just for information. It's not to cure, treat or diagnose any type of illness or disease, but it's just nice to be able to have a conversation with someone that actually sees the whole broad picture and not just a funneled a funneled view of what's out there because I really believe that 
natural medicine as well uh, as holistic medicine as well as uh, traditional medicine western medicine can actually work together very nicely i've met some very nice doctors that have asked me hey can you work with this person over here with their diet because i need their body to be able to heal a lot faster and so you want to have that uh, communication open so i want to move forward with your story and now that we kind of have an idea of what you'd like to do and where you want to go, after your um, uh, thyroidectomy and life got back on track and, and, and to bringing you to the present day, um, tell me just how, how, you don't have to give me the steps because you kind of already did, but tell me how that has the past has affected you today and give me some praise on where you're at and let's just glorify Christ here. Today, I would have to say that I, I feel better all around, you know, mind, body, soul. I feel better than I at any point in my whole life. And yeah, that's because of everything that I went through. I was able to gain a very unique perspective and an incredibly unwavering strength for, for life and what that actually means to be alive and to be grateful for that because I was on death's doorstep and I survived. I, I look back now and I think, I understand why I survived because if I, if I hadn't survived, my daughter's dad had recently passed away and she would be an orphan. If I didn't fight as hard as I did to, to be here, but I can, I can take that information and I can impart it on the people around me. I am every day at work, whether it's medically helping people or if it's emotionally helping people, at least once a day, someone says something like this to me, that makes sense, or that helps, or I never thought of it that way, but I like that. And I'm grateful. I truly believe that my life has meaning but not in a way that's going to be some grand gesture that's gonna completely alter the way the world behaves. It's little changes, people that I interact with that I probably will never see again, but they make it a point to tell me that what I'm saying or what I'm doing or the fact that I'm simply here is changing their life for the better. And that's all that I wanna do with my life. Just knowing that something I've done every day is making a little difference whether it's with my daughter or her friends or strangers I pass on the street. That's what life is to me, making little differences. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much. That has been an encouraging journey. Now, I do want to just ask you a personal uh, question, and you can just tell me in your 40s, in your 30s, how old are you? I am 36. 36. So very, very young still. You have a lot of uh, information to gather and you have a lot of information already 
to hand out. And I am so thankful for you. I am, I know that when I came upon you in the coffee shop, um, we had something, I don't know what it was, but we just became friends very, very quickly and just started chit-chatting here and there. And um, it's just kind of progressed into a, a, a full-blown friendship with you. And I'm very grateful that God put you in my life. And And I want to say thank you for being willing to be here today and giving some information and some insight just from, you know, just a, a normal citizen, you know, with a daughter and a what are you two years married now your new husband yeah. yeah two years married and stuff and so you have an influence not only on him but on his family as well so I thank you for giving me your time today and before we leave is there something that you would like to say to our listening audience that would just give an encouraging word to someone that might be struggling with something today I would probably say never stop learning, never stop looking for an answer because it's out there. Even if it's not easy to find, don't stop because you'll yeah. find it. Someone that knows more than you, someone that can help and have faith. God will lead you to the right person. Amen. And thank you. And this is um, Hummingbird Wellness with Dr. V and um, Samantha, and I want to just say thank you again for listening. And until next time, bye-bye.